Yo fam, top of the morning, how we doing? Long time no see, just got back from the motherland last week, and I'll tell you what, Wisconsin just hits different. Lakes, pontoon boats, grilling, hanging with the best friends a man could possibly ask for, boy oh boy. Hope you guys got revived, training camp is on us though, and we got lots to talk about, ARD, Andy APAC, and me, iTunes, Spotify, Google, check it. I'm gonna show you how great I am. I want to thank everybody out there. We are back again. It's been a great break. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed their little summer vacation. Got caught up on all the kind of training camp news that was going on. Oh, some storylines we're going to discuss today as well, boys. But you know who we got on deck here. We got uh, at AR Doppelganger on Twitter, and we got at Andy APAC. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Living the dream, just trying to survive here. <laughs> it's a good day to be great. It's a great day to be good. <laughs> Let's get into this training camp. Let's stop edited for poor language. (laughs) Give a shit, Matt. Edit that out. But listen, this training camp right now, listen, on the road trip to Wisconsin, all I did was podcast it up. I mean, uh, shout out to Pac Daddy and Andy Herman. All those guys were just doing really great work over there. JJ um, giving us camp notes and everything else. But this camp, guys, has been freaking – I'm stoked. We didn't know what to expect on the defense. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what to expect on the offense. ARD, two biggest surprises. Well, the number one biggest surprise was Romeo Dobbs because I actually did, I got jumped on the bandwagon a while ago, like pretty much right when training camp was going to start where everyone had that link for ask random questions. And someone actually asked me, do you think that Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs has a better rookie season? And I immediately said, it's got to be Christian Watson. I just think Christian Watson's more NFL ready. I think that he's going to, get that chemistry with Aaron Rodgers because he's going to get the one reps right away. And then next thing you know, boom, Romeo Dobbs name is everywhere. Mm. He's mossing people. Mm -hmm. He's getting separation. He's Mm -hmm. making all these crazy catches. Like he's got a couple drops. Oh my gosh. Boo hoo. So did Devontae Adams. Um, That's the shit that bugs me right there. I mean, the drops are, the drops are going to happen. They're going to happen in camp, right? Isn't this your time for those things to happen? And everyone drops passes. Didn't Jamar Chase just come back with one of the most fantastic. I mean, I didn't draft him in fantasy. He was after one of the worst training camps ever. He has one of the best rookie seasons of all time. I think Brian Gutekunst put it well though. Andy, did you see the Gutekunst uh, comment on him at all? I have not heard it. No. Well, he said, you know, he's, we've seen enough in him through Mm -hmm. training camp. I already know that he's going to be able to contribute. Mm-hmm. But he's acknowledged as well, just like Aaron Rodgers did, which is the big hoopla we got to get into as well. But hey, man, I know it's exhausting mentally and physically, but the things that we expect from the Green Bay Packers is wide receivers. You're playing with a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Not many people get to sit mm-hmm. in that kind of room, back to back MVPs. Oh, yeah. prime, not, not many people get that. So, Randall Cobb being in there. Freaking Sammy Watkins and his OCD, man. I love it. I, I just, he, I love how he's just obsessing about what he needs to improve on every day. But our first three receivers look locked up. But what mm-hmm. can we expect from rookies, do you know? I mean, in today's NFL, rookies can contribute almost immediately. And uh, like Dubs, look, I'll, I'll agree with that being the biggest surprise. Uh, Dubs just looks like an animal. Yeah, he looks like he can play. He's a, he's a guy. And he, um, his release is amazing. He's, he's uh, very humble, too. If you hear him talk, he doesn't really get hyped up. He just kind of goes with the flow and says, yep, I got a lot more to, to prove. 
Um, I'm working every day to get better. That that kind of guy. And it's it's just awesome to watch. Um, and and the other thing about camp that uh, I really wanted to touch on was what did we talk about all all off season when we were talking leading up to the draft after the draft, we were talking about how excited we were for this defense, especially after the draft. Mm -hmm. And the biggest surprise to me is that they have exceeded my expectations in training camp. It's been unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Like the saints had no answers for this defense. And I know it's just the training camp practice, whatever. I know it's just preseason, whatever, but when who is is lighting up that, that Saints defense that got put above the Green Bay Packers defense in that <laughs> training camp Love. practice. Jordan Love, baby. <laughs> exactly. He he had Love. his he had a nice time there against the uh, second team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our defense has just been unbelievable. All right. So let, let, every... let's di- let's dive into that one. Let's yeah. dive into that one. But do you got a defense a surprise on defense, Sean? Yes, that was my number two player. My yeah. number two surprise from training camp is Kingsley Angabare. Dude, that's he on my list. Been an animal. Uh, Dude, He's did, been you, an animal. did you watch him in the San Francisco oh, game? I mean, I was God, rewinding stuff. Good. Like his first three, four steps are really fast. We didn't mm-hmm. know that. We didn't He's see that. That's problem. the first time. For for your fourth or fifth defensive end coming in, we it's released incredible. Randy Ramsey. We're fine with that. Holy shit, man. Oh, man, he looks like him. he's going to be a problem, and he looks like a guy that it's not going to take him very long mm-hmm. to not be our number four or number five guy on the edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And all the hype that we've had about Rashawn Gary, right? I mean, Rashawn Gary's been blowing up everybody. Including his teammates. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Amari Rogers. But it really... So was that, was it confirmed it was Rashawn Gary that blew up Amari Rogers? Because someone told me it was Kenny Clark, and I watched that video a thousand times, and I said, that man is not big enough to be Kenny Clark. (laughs) Kenny did first thought it was a coach. that small. (laughs) I at first thought it was a coach, though, because I tweeted about it. I was like, coach just blew up Amari Rogers. That's funny. It was I was like, Gary. "Yeah, who? What coach was that?" Uh, give me, give me uh, two of your surprises, uh, Andy. Yeah. So, um, I, since you already said Enigbar, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a guy that I just learned the name of, but has been blowing up plays. That's Kobe Jones. Uh, out of nowhere, this dude comes in and he's just making play after play. You can see it on all the beat writers that are tweeting. Uh, and, and he's he's contributing again to our pass rush. Just an awesome thing to have as your super depth piece. Uh, and he might actually make the roster on a guy that I didn't know his name. That mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how uh, this guy, Goot keeps finding these guys that can play. Uh, and then my my biggest, biggest surprise of, of uh, camp has been how good Jaron Reed has been. Mm-hmm. Jaron Reed is... Um, actually unbelievable uh every single training camp there has been some sort of note on jaron reed i feel mm-hmm. and it's been all how disruptive he is how he's blown up uh the the past game he's getting sacks he's getting hurries he's getting pressures and if you put that next to kenny oh man it's going to be a long long season for offenses what does that mean right now we haven't heard kenny clark's name at all i haven't okay. heard him jumping out at all does that mean he's getting the double teams and look what Jaron, as well as Devonta, when when Wyatt was out there before he got a little dinged up, mm-hmm. he seemed to be in every one of those damn threads as well. I would imagine part of it with Kenny Clark is we already know what we're getting with Kenny Clark, and so no one's like really like jumping at the bit to be like, let me tell you guys that Kenny Clark is good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know, and they're probably not running him 
through a bunch of reps either because again we know what we've got with kenny clark he's not fighting for his spot he just like he's probably not doing a lot of the like reps against the saints and he's obviously obviously wasn't in much of the preseason game we're not going to see a lot of him in the preseason so i think that probably plays into why we haven't been hearing a lot from kenny clark because like you think about we also haven't been hearing a lot from jair Mm-hmm. We haven't been hearing a lot from Eric Stokes. Mm-hmm. The, it's the guys mm-hmm. that already have their spot. We're everyone's just too busy foaming at the mouth over Romeo Dobbs and <laughs> Kingsley and Jerron Reed. And yep. there's just too much good to talk about. The yeah, only mm-hmm. yep, go ahead. The only things I've heard about Jair is that no one can get a catch on him. Yeah, he <laughs> which had is one, all I need to hear. Sounds sounds about right. <laughs> no, but Michael Thomas had one catch against him uh, that was highlighted in Twitter that you know we saw in uh, day two. Isn't he supposed to be better than Devontae Adams? That's I don't know. Someone told me that once. I don't know. My my biggest surprises though have been uh, Jake Hansen. Um, that guy, we drafted him out of Oregon. He had a banged up knee. We literally thought he was going to, I mean, when Boomer and I were on the show and talking about what that guy was going to be, it was like, is he a possible backup? When he made the team last year, it was like, gosh, what do we got? Maybe he's got some flexibility. But here's the thing. Again, shout out to Andy Herman. All of his tweets, you know, he gives the starting lineup, who's in the uh, mm-hmm. offensive line, the quarterback, wide receiver. And Hanson's name was always in there and, and playing guard. And it's like, wow, this guy's really got to be showing out. And then... On the coaches' meetings, you know, when they're talking about, they single out Jake Hansen as some guy that's just really impressed them and been really consistent and gotten better. And the knee injury, I don't know. Uh, that's probably why we wrote him off in my head, you know, but he's the biggest surprise that I got. What do you think? I like it. I just, anytime our coaches get excited about an offensive lineman, like I don't, offensive linemen don't scare me mm-hmm. in Green Bay because we just somehow find them. We mm-hmm. continue to find them. They continue to be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was worried. I'll, I'll say, you know, little friendly bias. I was worried about losing Billy Turner. I was Dude, sad. Miss him. Oh, God, I'm going to miss him so much. Dude, miss the hairstyle. Miss the personality. Yeah. Oh, and just the effort he put on the field. But to hear yeah. these guys that like the coaches are pumped about, it all of a sudden like kind of takes that uh, that bit away from me that was like, oh, man, well, how's the start of the season going to go without two of our best offensive linemen? And, uh, I mean, arguably our third, mm-hmm. I would say Billy Turner was our third or fourth best yeah. offensive lineman. So, mm-hmm. but it's just they, yeah. they've reaffirmed what we already knew, and that is – Green Bay knows how to go out and get blockers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have kind of decided on Yash, which is interesting that he's going to be sticking to left tackle instead of swinging over to right tackle, which is good news. And it's also, we know Yash is consistent. You know, he's going to be then the number one backup. But what does that mean when Jenkins comes back? What does that mean when Bakhtiari comes back? Mm-hmm. When Bakhtiari comes back? I mean, yes, when, please, when. Uh, there's there's uh, some people who think is at, at earliest week one, but I, I don't see that happening. I don't know. I mean, um, that's like an optimist's point of view, because I haven't heard anything in the in the uh, realm of like he's coming back. Um, Elton is probably more likely to start week one. 
And I think the ideal line, this might break your heart, but the ideal line would be uh, Yash at left. Uh, and then you got, um, oh my God, what is his name? Runyon. And then you got Myers, who, by the way, Myers is another player I had circled because he is apparently killing it at camp. Uh, mm-hmm. So Myers, he's he's just mauling people, which I love. Can he he's also a- play long snapper? <laughs> yeah, that's a... Jesus, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into special teams. Uh, and then you have, I think it's going to be Newman and Elton at right tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might flip the tackles depending on what they see on, on mm-hmm. film and who they think is better. But I do think Jake Hansen isn't in the preferred starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I think Newman takes the right guard spot and running is pretty well established. At left but guard. that means you have a guy that's being raved about like that on mm-hmm. your backup. And once again, you get into offensive line depth and yep. there's a lot of injury risk at being an offensive lineman. And there's just like, God, that's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah, you, it really is. But yeah. I mean, you look at like Lucas Patrick, who was so like, the Packer guy, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. Just utility always there. You know, he was six, three little guy. Like we find these guys, Jake Hansen, like another six, four guy who could just play in that interior was back. was a center, right? I mean, mm-hmm. offensive lineman, uh, guard center predominantly, but I don't know. I love how the offensive line, my, my other big surprise though, guys, I, and I got to mention him. JJ was my number one. Uh, the guy is like, we couldn't wait to see him. And then there were some reports out that he wasn't, doing you know any flash and getting everything together but it seems like the last game he showed some potential but quay walker right now for a rookie linebacker what are we expecting out of this kid because it's kind of it's shocking to see how consistent he is on all the reports out of camp from a tackling perspective like we have tacklers on the team right now you know, when, when a running back is coming up to the line, we're not throwing shoulders and they're bouncing out and, you know, getting caught up by the, you know, the second linebacker coming in or the backside defensive lineman. I mean, these guys are making a lot of tackles, which is exciting. But Quay Walker, the ability with J.J., with Rashad, with the guys that are rushing, Jaron Reed, I mean, penetration, why penetration, quiet this week. But listen, it's exciting what we're going to do defensively because people like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, forget, his name on Twitter, Chicago bear fan, number one, you know, just absolutely doesn't understand that the receiver room that he has just is not going to be able to get much <laughs> on, on this defensive backfield. We got much. I don't think they're going to get anything. I, it's crazy right now. So <laughs> I don't heard... think that wide receiver cores that are much better than what the bears have are going to get much against us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's exciting to see guys like, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson and Thielen going against those. Cause that's going to be a great test. Week mm-hmm. one, you know? week one, but, Michael they, Thomas they, got one catch against Jair Alexander. Good luck, JJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be great, but it's not going to be like we saw last year with Stokes being the one handling him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stokes year be... two. He got in a little scrap today or yesterday, didn't he? You know. Yeah. The whole defense rushed over too. They're ready good, to fight, man. I love good that luck. Good luck getting the Justin Jefferson performance of last year against yeah. the Packers against yeah. Jair Alexander. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. luck to all, every number one wide receiver that's going to have to play against Jair Alexander. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then good luck to every number two that has to go against a guy that just got a full season of number learning how to play against number ones. (laughs) Four, two, five speed. But listen, the biggest thing for me also is Razul Douglas. He's getting huge claim already because he's playing Mm -hmm. the slot. You know, that stupid. I love that. 
The star position. Ugh, I can't, <laughs> I can't stand that term. And when people say yeah, it, it's, it's like, ugh, are you a fucking But I love coach? him in the slot. But in the slot, he's, dude, he's talking so much shit, the whole offensive line can hear it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's talking, Schneidman, I think, reported, man, they're just talking shit the whole time. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I just love that energy that we got because it's just, we have playmakers right now. And when teams like Minnesota with Kirk Cousins throwing the ball, how many turnovers are we looking at a game? I mean, it feels like we're going to be having a couple sacks, you know, instead of looking for one sack, you know, one and a half sacks on the Packers stat line. I mean, what do you guys expect? I'm, three? I was going to game? say um, when we were talking, you were talking earlier about Kirk Cousins and how he does have the stats to, to uh, you could argue that he's a top 10 mm-hmm. ish quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you actually watch Kirk Cousins play, Every single time, the one thing I notice about Kirk Cousins is when the pocket collapses, he has no clue what to do. He doesn't step up like Rodgers does. He kind of just like freaks out a little bit. And what do you think the pocket is going to do with the Vikings' wonderful offensive line that they always have? And our incredible defensive line and defensive pass rushers, what do you think that pocket's going to do to them all game long? I'm thinking week one, when everyone's raring to go, it's the football season started, three sacks, three interceptions. (laughs) I like the sound of that on week one. I think we'll actually have less – I think we'll actually have less – turnovers this year than we had last year or interceptions at least because they're they're not going to have the time to throw the ball to our defenders because they're going to be getting sacked most of the time uh especially with Jair back blanketing their number one so now your number one option isn't open you have to look across the field and when you start to do that oh hey there's Kenny there's Rashawn there's Preston there's uh Jaron Reed and when those guys get tired, oh, is that Devontae White doing a spin move on my center? Oh, he's in my face. Ouch. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to get as many interceptions because we're going to get a lot more sacks this year. Mm-hmm. This defensive line is looking ferocious, and they're playing with an attitude like they know um, they know they're the best, and they know that they're going to get to the quarterback every time. And you just love to see it, and I cannot wait for week oh, one to so shut everyone up about <laughs> the Vikings. Uh, hey, let's oh switch. Uh, let's switch over to this Jordan Love, uh, you know, obsession. You know, when, mm-hmm. when I had the uh, podcast, thanks for everybody for listening to One Ninety Eight Man with uh, God's Child from What's Packing. Man, the guy is hilarious. Uh, but he is a huge uh, anti Aaron Rodgers, and and he had uh, spoke about one of the biggest storylines for him this offseason was Jordan Love. And I just said I, I could I could care less. I just want to. See, he's a backup quarterback. I want to see him have some improvement. You know. Mm-hmm. When you find out that Kenny Pickett, you know, the rookie right now is older than Jordan Love, and he's already got a couple of years under his belt, and we got an MVP quarterback ahead of him, can we just all pump the brakes and chill? I mean, like, what what are we expecting? Like, you know, everybody was upset at Jordan after the San Francisco game, and then, you know, they found out the coaches had to come to him and say, well, one out of Tyler Davis's hands, who we got to address Tyler Davis, and, uh, you know, two other ones with wrong routes. What are we expecting out of this kid? Like, I just want to see some good quarterback play, some progression. You know, COVID season definitely affects everybody's, you know, uh, progress. But listen, mm-hmm. he's doing all right. Is, is this something that you guys are obsessing over and feeling like? No. Not, uh, no, not, not at a, all. He, he's a backup quarterback. It's the thing. Like, when, when, like, you break it down, 
everyone's like, oh, I don't trust him to win us a game. Well, you don't have to because we got a guy to do that. Mm-hmm. His name's Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and he's on a three-year contract. <laughs> and <laughs> Jordan Love's just got to come in when we've already locked up the number one seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, Or when we're beating teams 38-3. to three. Mm-hmm. Like, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But the Saints hype... Like, yeah, he, he did it against number twos. But it's still awesome to see because it means that he's making smarter decisions than he used to make. But mm-hmm. what I saw in the San Francisco preseason game, because I watched the entire first quarter, and that was it. That was enough <laughs> preseason football for me. I cannot, you didn't see Danny want, Etling? Why didn't you I, see Danny Etling in there? I saw, I saw some highlights. It was great. I If I wanted to watch that quality of football, the high school stadium's pretty close by. Mm-hmm. Um. But what I saw in the first quarter of that football game was just that, a backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. He made some really good throws. He had some throws that got picked off that weren't his fault. And he had some throws that very easily could have been picked off that were 100% his fault. Mm -hmm. And he overthrew some guys that were wide open. And he made some backup decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you have three games under your belt or whatever he's played and only one of them means anything mm-hmm. like that's just how that goes and he's getting better i saw in that first quarter better decision making than i've ever seen from him in a game time situation mm-hmm. despite the mistakes i saw a more composed quarterback than i'd seen from Jordan Love in any point like he was more confident in his bad even in his bad throws he just looked more confident throwing it down the field mm-hmm. um and i just think that he's on the natural progression of a guy that's not going to be a future hall of famer oh no mm-hmm. like he's not the freak of nature then why did we spend a first happens round pick on once him? every 3 years mm-hmm. why i mean like so can we talk about Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence was the number 1 pick overall and looked terrible mm mm-hmm. mhm can we talk about Zach Wilson? Yeah. We talk about Zach Wilson is a number as a first round draft pick, and he looks terrible. And he illegally hunts cougars, and that is illegal in California. <laughs> and and he bangs moms. I mean, that's just out of back. Clip that one. My kids are going to listen to this. Oh, <laughs> no, he hey, loves moms. Hey, hey, there's there's just too much of it is there's just too much pressure on a kid to be the next hall of famer to follow brett Favre. why did we spend a first mm-hmm. round pick on it doesn't make any sense in the discussion when you look at it no look at the other 31 teams in the league yeah. name 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 three backup quarterbacks in the league for me <laughs> i can very easily but i like, know but let, let yeah, the yeah, average okay. knucklehead give me three all right because Trevor it's not that Simeon. it's not that big of a deal Tim it really isn't trevor tr- yeah tre- trevor Simeon. Like Tim Boyle, um, all guys that are not better that much better or better at all than Jordan Love. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick Foles is probably a backup again this Sam year. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is a backup. Or this Baker, year. whoever ends up winning. But I think Baker. Just Baker's won. gonna. Baker's gotta Baker's win gonna, that. Yeah. Sam Darnold is <laughs> seeing ghosts ever since he yeah. said that on television. <laughs> Do you guys uh, think what, we're gonna Jordan? have? Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Do you think we're gonna have any regression though with Aaron Rodgers without? Uh, having a solid veteran wide receiver base. I don't want to mention Devontae Adams because I just, you know. Yeah. Watkins, I mean, you're still, still getting to know him, right? You got Randall and Lazard, which. Lazard he's won back-to-back back MVP awards 
So it's hard to say that there's not going to be a little bit of regression there. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it because I won't believe that he has the ability to regress until he sh- shows me that he has the ability to regress. Mm-hmm. The only season you can really point to if him actually regressing is a year where not only him, but the entire state of Wisconsin wanted the head coach fired. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, there's no regression. His like, sure, the year that he broke his collarbone, he had yeah. less worse yeah. stats, but that's what happens when you don't play football. Yeah. Um, both times yeah. he broke his collarbone. Like, yeah, great. When you don't play, you don't get the stats. But Aaron Rodgers has continuously proven after so many times of being told he's going to regress that he doesn't regress. And so until he proves to me that he has the ability to regress, I'm just going to sit here and pretend like he's going to win three MVP awards in a row. <laughs> and with Devonte, like uh, him losing him, I, I know he was a huge part of the offense and very dynamic player where defenses had to account for him at all times. But I think having to play within the offense and not having that security blanket Every the, he he went to him so much right last year so much, and every year he went to him and went to him and went to him, uh, and he racked up those stats. But having to play within the offense might actually give us a more efficient offense overall. Uh, I think because he'll have to be making those checks to the to the whole offense mm-hmm. instead of Devonte's got one on one coverage. I'm just going to throw it up no matter what else is happening, and. I, I think it's got, it's possible he's going to probably regress, right? I mean, he's come like you said, coming off two MVPs. It's hard to Listen, repeat that. Regressing to 3,900 yards and um, <laughs> probably 35 and 39 touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, 30 <laughs> Here's what I was thinking, though, and this is what mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we had expressed it on some other shows about just the involvement of the running game. Mm-hmm. And it just is reinforced through, I mean, all the way training camp with the Saints. The way that our defense is playing, how many turnovers are we going to have? How well, how is our field position changing right now with our whole defense? We got to talk about Rich being yeah. soccer too, man. The guy's uh, just the I love him, but our, our, I just feel like our field position right now is going to be swung in a way that we haven't really seen or remembered in so long. Not just turnovers, but stops. You know, having mm-hmm. to have them punt. And our return game, actually, you know, if we can get seven yards on a return this year, hey, man, let's start clapping circles. That's huge, right? Um, but how much more running game is incorporated? Because in the offseason, we said, hey, maybe it's going to be more Dylan Jones in the backfield at the same time. Then it was, no, they're going to be in there together, or they'll be in there separately, 1A, one, 1B one one as a backup. And then what, what have we seen this training camp? Two running backs back there. Don't know if it's going to get a run or a pass. You have so many options out of it. This is where I'm going, man. These could be a dink and dunk year for Aaron Rodgers with a ton of touchdowns, mm-hmm. you know, inside the ten yard line, just to running backs, the tight ends, uh, everything else. So, and not only just like the is our running game going to confuse the hell out of everyone because you can put an air on first down or second down even. You can put Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon on the football field at the same time. And now you don't know if you're going to get speed shift, speedy, shifty Aaron Jones touching the football or semi truck AJ Dillon running straight through you like a fucking tornado. (laughs) And on top of that, you then have Matt LaFleur, who himself said 
he could easily see these guys combining for over a hundred receptions. Mm. Yep. So you don't know how they're getting the ball. Mm. And you and have to both sit there and figure yeah. that out. And then not only can they both catch, but what can Aaron June Jones do when he catches a football? Mm-hmm. He can make guys miss. He can turn a screen pass into a 40 yard touchdown mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. much effort. It seems like. And with our improved offensive line, uh, which we, I think we all agree it's improved yep. from last year. We got most of the guys back healthy and we're going to get even healthier when we get Elton Jenkins back and, and Bakhtiari back. But with that improved run blocking and pass blocking, now Jones and Dylan aren't going to be hit until they get to the second level. And they were doing damage last year with getting no blocking, essentially, or, have, or poor blocking. And on top of that, you have Alan mm-hmm. Lazard, who's a good run blocker, Yep, or a good blocker. You have Josiah DeGuara, who was drafted to block. Mm-hmm. essentially you have romeo dobbs who's getting praised for his blocking like you have like you don't just have an improved offensive line you have guys mm-hmm. on the outside that are also capable of don't blocking forget, yeah sammy watkins Do- dobbs is sneaky big and he's sneaky yeah. fast you know his little chop step off the line of scrimmage that was highlighted over and over on twitter that really looks like legit. Yeah, don't say the, se- the separation <laughs> the separation within those first 10 yards was woo dirty mm-hmm. for a rookie but here's the, here's the thing we got to talk about. There were so many drops with EQ, MVS, Jamon Moore. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, boy. Man. Do mm-hmm. I ever. Poor dude. You know, uh, let's back it up, though. You know, we talk about uh, Derwin James just signed a huge contract. Uh, all the Packers fans were upset we didn't trade up to get him when the next pick we got Jair, right, who's a mm-hmm. $100 million man. He's fantastic. The next pick, Josh Jackson, you know, we were excited about him to have another – backfield guy but we did not select tight end dallas goddard who would have changed our offense for you know the next 10 years mm-hmm. he's in philadelphia right now our tight end room is like the biggest concern right now because you have a banged up robert tunyon coming off an acl we all know last year gone the year before 11 touchdowns didn't drop a damn pass hooray hooray josiah deguara is you know same guy injured H-back role has done some really good job receiving the ball the last, you know, few opportunities he's had in camp, but also last year when he's had those opportunities, he's been productive. After that, the Tyler Davis hype train that I jumped on right away because I loved his special teams. He made a couple (laughs) plays last year. He's fallen off a cliff, and then you look at our backups beyond that, you know, Alizé Mack, he's he's jacked. You know, he could be a good blocking. But I I look at that, you got – DeGuara really is the center all of a sudden because you don't know how much you're going to get out of Tunyon. Mercedes Lewis, what, what are we asking this guy? What do, how long is Mercedes Lewis going to play tight end? I mean, he's only awesome. one more year. He's awesome. Until they yeah. win the Super Bowl, so he's retiring this year. Oh, Ooh, that's man. perfect. <laughs> you know, so I, I look at it and I go, man, are we taking three tight ends this year? And is it going to be like a seven wide receiver? You know, so I don't know. We're gonna to have to do that at some point. I mean, that might be part of the reason why they're throwing two running backs in the back more often now is because yeah, yeah. they gotta fill those spots. And I mean, would you rather throw a tight another tight end on the side in that tight end room or AJ yeah. Dillon out there? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I, I like what we got running back room. Tyler Goodson, BJ Goodson went left. Tyler Goodson or BJ <laughs> Baylor uh, got Baylor, released. Yeah. Tyler Goodson went, so uh, won that side bet. 
but Tyler Goodson is somebody who's probably going to make it on the practice squad. But if you throw him and Dexter Williams together with Patrick Taylor, then you got five running backs. You got some big decisions to make there. I don't know if Patrick Taylor loses his job. Do you guys think that's a possibility? Uh, I don't know where, where does Kylan Hill fall into all this too? He's still, he's on the pup. So I know he's on, on the pup, but yeah. is he, when he comes back, does he get the spot and what, then what's going to happen there? Yeah. Then someone, someone shuffles. And Tyler Goodson was looking awfully sneaky yeah. in a preseason mm-hmm. game. He, he had some good. runs where he made some guys miss. Yeah. He broke some tackles. Mm-hmm. He had a couple runs where it looked like it was going to be a two yard run and it turned into an eight yard run. Mm-hmm. Like he looks ah, fast. It looks, yep. it looks yep. fun. He looks yep. fun. Yep. So, I mean, it's a great problem to have having that many good running backs, especially in this offense. Cause you know, Matt LaFleur loves, mm-hmm. loves his running game. Um, I think, man, after that performance by Tyler Good, I guess we'll find out more tomorrow um, for the Saints preseason game. But Goodson's ability that he showed in San Francisco may, makes me pause for a second and say, okay, there's a reason they started him. There's a reason Patrick Taylor didn't get the start in this game, and this kid looked really good. Mm-hmm. So if he's our running back three until Kylan Hill can come back, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be mad about it. Yeah. Um, he's Dex- a really Dexter nice change Williams? of pace. Dexter Williams do anything for you? I mean, he, he he did great in the USFL. He he bounced around, but you know sometimes it just takes that little uh, maturity. But the dude's fast. I, I can't to wait see to more see him. From him. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see him tomorrow because I'm sure they're going to yeah. play him. So yeah, I can't wait I to see him, yeah. and then I can maybe come back here and say, okay, we need to keep Dexter Williams on the team. Yeah. It would be an amazing, amazing story if he made the team. I would be so happy for the dude. And uh, what what a dream! Like he gets drafted by us, and then he has to bounce around in the. Uh, uh, USFL, and then he comes back, and boom, he makes the team mm-hmm. on a Super Bowl run. Are you kidding me? That would be <laughs> so a, cool. Yeah, we'll throw, we'll throw Travis Volgum on there as well. You know? I just don't yeah, know enough not? about him, so I can't. I don't have an opinion on Dexter. You gotta Williams. watch him play tomorrow, and then yeah. we'll see what how how we feel. Well, let's let, let's address how this week went for you guys. I mean, what what, did you, what stood out uh, most on the storylines, uh, players? W- what about having these joint practices with New Orleans stuck out for you this week? Okay, one is our defense not letting them do a damn thing, mm-hmm. and I heard all about how the Saints are going to be a playoff team this year. So <laughs> if they are, they and what does that say team. about our defense? Probably seventeenth yeah. best in the NFL. <laughs> um, I also wanted to mention a guy that we haven't talked about yet. That's getting a little bit. No, I I wouldn't say that the hype train is in full force, but it's getting started. People are hopping on. They're Mm -hmm. calling last call at the hype train for a young Jawan Winfrey. Okay. I'm hearing some good things about Jawan Winfrey out of camp. So I'm excited to see if he ends up being a guy that can be productive on this football team, which just adds more like it's just, I don't know. I just keep hearing enough to make me think like, you know, getting to, I'm getting caught in that trap yep. of yep. this could be the year. It's a good thing to remember the, the kid's six, three, you know, 215 pounds. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's a, he's a big he boy. He sounds like a Packers wide receiver. <laughs> Dob, Dobbs is six, two, you know, I mean, we, yeah. we, we got some hype back there, but yeah, I, I really I, do like, um, Winfrey's one of Rogers guys. So Rogers, this is, this yep. is the thing that I want to talk about. Actually, uh, you mentioned it earlier about Rogers's words for the wide receivers and yep. how the guys that are going to catch are going to be the ones. It seems to me that the people that took offense with it were ESPN and all the beat writers 
But the people who didn't take offense, oh yeah, Bob, bless. Uh, the people who <laughs> didn't take offense were the wide receivers in Green Bay, because uh, they all, to a man, said that they had a great talk with him. Uh, and guess what? The day after he said that, they performed way better than the day before. Like Rodgers is not stupid. He knows what he's doing. He he is a leader, and he expects a certain level from you, as any MVP quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback would. So I don't get why people blew it up. Um, it was a non-story as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want him to say? No, it's okay. You can drop a pass. It's only going to cost us a game, which will cost us home field. Or, Like, no, he expects you to do your job, so do your job. How uh, many times in mm-hmm. a man's 18-year career do we have to listen to <laughs> him going to a meeting with the receivers about route running and dropping passes, and then everyone – in the media saying, oh my God, he's a terrible teammate. Like he's just like ripping into his own teammates. And then those teammates coming out and diminishing that and saying, no, no, this is a good thing. Like we needed to hear it before we shut the fuck up. About <laughs> well, it's a big problem. It, it, it's just the same way that, uh, you know, our new special teams chief was uh, talking mm-hmm. to the players, you know, mm-hmm. people get real offended at that tone. And if you have not played, football number one you know that but this is the big boy league but you know your coaches are it's you know my my, my son it's, it's like from high school on it gets serious man and they don't care about what your mom and dad think about you you know it's like you put up or shut up and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty strict way to go up and it's great because you mm-hmm. you really perform it or you have don't. none of these people seen the television show friday night tykes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on. They're like peewee football getting screamed at until they cry. (laughs) And then they go out and win a damn football game. (laughs) Poor little kids. I know. I felt so bad for them when I watched that. (laughs) But we got to get over this whole thing because Aaron Rodgers is the leader of the team. This is his team. Mm-hmm. People, can we just put in context how rare it is to have a, a, a quarterback that's been on your team for 18 years, starting for 15, right? How many teams have that in their history? But you have a way of doing things. And, hey, you've proven you're a how-many-time MVP? How about you take some advice from him? And he doesn't mm-hmm. have to say it. Repeat it, you know, three times, four times. Hey, are you watching the guy in the drill ahead of you of what's happening? Are you are you paying attention to how he's reacting to other receivers? Because it's okay for Tom Brady to stomp up and down the sidelines when his receiver is wrong and he's being a the best leader, the and best that's why leader, he's yep. that's why he has eight Super Bowl rings. <laughs> and, 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 no one and no one seems to like point to the fact that like they're they're assuming the tone of Aaron Rodgers exactly. when he's discussing these wide receivers. Yet they're not in the room to experience that conversation. It's not like Aaron Rodgers. I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers in there like, "Hey, you freaking idiots! Why don't you get your shit together? Or I'm just gonna have you all cut from my football team, <laughs> and I'm gonna be throwing the football to myself." It was probably more like, "Hey, listen, when I was in Peru with uh, yeah. that little race car driver, a girlfriend of mine, and we did some mushrooms, I really found some peace." And this is what you know the shroom gods told me <laughs> on that ten yard slant. <laughs> I I need it oh, on the yards. outside shoulder. All right, <laughs> I need on that you to catch foot. it in stride. You better run. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, That's hey, awesome. do you know that football I threw at your chest? Just catch it next time and we're good. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, we're, we're, I'm excited for this game, though, to see what kind of drops we're going to have, um, what kind of <laughs> receptions we're going to have, because those are going to be the storylines. And Samari mm-hmm. Toure 
is coming on like crazy, right? He's had some big plays, but he's been consistent. And there's a that position that's open right now, guys, on special teams in that punt and kick returning position. How are you guys feeling Amari Rodgers did? I was just going to say, I don't know after the first quarter of the preseason game that I watched, I didn't watch a whole lot else. I don't know that Amari Rodgers is just going to give up that position sitting down. He, uh, that's the best I've seen out of Amari Rodgers at the return position. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he really looked like a man possessed and like he wants to prove that he's not only going to be a wide receiver on this football team, but he's going to contribute in other ways. And I think he realizes that this is a football team that and a coaching staff that is looking for guys. If you're not a standout starter at your position, mm-hmm. we want guys that can contribute in multiple mm-hmm. ways. And Amari Rogers looks like he's doing that. Plus like that clip of after that 50 yard return and Basaccia coming up and hugging him. Like after all we hear about how he's just tearing into his players and just like seeing you get to see both sides of the passion from a special teams coach for the first time where it feels like we've always had these like dead special teams coaches that are just like <laughs> standing there like, I don't know what's going on. It's just not good. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, ah, I love it. I love it. And I just, I love the competition, but I think that right now it's Amari's job to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. I think uh, after that performance in the preseason, I think it is his job to, lo- to lose. Um, I'm also excited to see how they use him on offense this year. It's kind of crazy to me how fast people were to give up on a third round pick from just a year ago. Like people were talking about, is he even going to make the roster? Like, what do you mean? Yes. He's going to make the he's roster on contract. Um, yeah. He's, he's not going to get cut after one year where we barely used him. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they're able to scheme up for him. He's going to be good no matter what you want to do with him. Uh, he's he's slimmed down, so hopefully he has that explosiveness we saw in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that twitchy, you know, juke some guys to get some extra yards. So that's exciting, but I do think he is the number one returner right now. He just looks confident doing mm-hmm. it. He just looks like he knows what he's – as soon as he catches the ball, there's no thinking. There's just go. Yeah, I'm going to go this way, and I'm going now. And that's how you break off those big returns, which he did in that game. So it, it adds to what you said earlier. Like if he can do that consistently, even if he's not getting us, you know, uh, as long as he's not downing it on the 10, like we saw so many times last yep. year, if he's getting us some yards to get better field position, it's going to make life so much easier for Rogers in the offense. I just, I think he has to be the number one right now. And the thing that, I don't think any, I don't that never remember seeing anyone talk about it, but everyone, when we drafted Amari Rogers, talked about the excitement of like, oh, we got Randall Cobb back. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb's going to be able to mentor Amari Rogers as a wide receiver. And like, what a perfect, like, they, they kind of play similar style. And like, that just works out perfectly. But who was our last really good kick returner? Randall De- Cobb. Desmond Howard. Well, Randall Cobb was a pretty good kick returner after Desmond Howard. So, luckily, we have not had to go since Desmond Howard without a good kick returner. He's our last great kick returner. Yeah, he's our last great kick returner. But Randall Cobb was a was an incredible kick returner before he became too important as a wide receiver to play him at kick returner. So now you also have him mentoring Amari Rogers as a mm-hmm. kick returner, and now you're maybe seeing you just the results the of that. You just hit the point right there, though, because we saw – I mean, Randall returned, I think, the first game. He, he returned. 108 yards. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. But he, here's the thing. When he was out there and became, you know, in that, especially after the second year, you're like, dude, you're too good of a receiver. <laughs> Stop us putting be. him out there. Nope. Cause you know, he, he got injured. Not, you know, Amari Rogers, good for punt returns. I, kick returns. Is it Juwan Winfrey here? Just listen to the list here right now. If we go seven deep, Juwan Winfrey, Amari Rogers, that's two. Sammy Watkins, three. Alan Lazard, four. Dobbs, five. Watson, six. Randall Cobb, seven. So Jawan Winfrey's cut. We're gonna keep. Man, saying. it's such a tough. Look pick. at how deep that is. It's we got so we got two more preseason games to to figure that out. Shit, I don't want to. If you're Jawan wanna... Winfrey, you're like, man, I've been here year after year, busting <laughs> my ass, and I just can't crack it, man. It's just such a tough. And Rogers gave him the nod. So like, do you mm-hmm. cut the guy that Rogers just said is he trusts? Oh man, they have before. Yeah, I know, you... <laughs> but do you do it again after all the stuff that happened last uh, or two years ago? Yeah, but I mean, also, in, in fairness, at... they were proven right two years ago with that guy. So yep. I trust mm-hmm. them to cut who they need to cut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of these guys are going to go to our practice squad anyway, just the way that how deep yep. they are and yeah. players keep staying with their own. I just, so if Jawan if we, goes to practice someone squad. Someone tell our media to shut the fuck up about them then so they last on our <laughs> practice <Yeah>. squad. <laughs> but then we got – but it's the biggest secret, guys, we haven't even talked about him before he got injured, but Danny Davis out of Wisconsin. Come on, Bucky. You see I mean, that, that touchdown? Kid, <laughs> listen, that, that's a kid that's going to be stashed on the, you know, practice squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fulgham. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Fulgham I'm is – I'm not going to say anything I think he's about a Wisconsin body. Badger players. You know, but, I mean, just uh, – Fulgham is just the guy that they needed to to play this preseason game. I think he is uh, he is six foot two and had some juice on him in Philadelphia for a half a season, man. Half a, yeah, like, like four hundred crazy yards. Man. <laughs> that was it. Actually, I'll let you have your stashed. I'll let you have your stashed Wisconsin Badger guy because one of the most important new players on our defense from last year is a Gopher. So. <laughs> The better players come from Minnesota. That's hey, just not true. I fucking hurt me to say that. Uh, another guy we didn't talk about though, TJ Slayton. You know, our, our defensive line. We talked about them, and when we were talking about it, just as to to wrap uh, some of these things full circle. It's so deep, guys, and it's massive. TJ Slayton had a good massive. preseason outing. Sure has. And oh if he's my anchoring god, the nose, dude! That's another guy I forgot to talk about. He, Did you see his preseason game? He was uh, unbelievable. And he's our like pushing guys best, off him. fourth, fourth or fifth best lineman. Like, what is oh going on God. with this defense? Gonna be I can't insane. believe that people think that we're not a top five defense. It's so oh. crazy to me. Yeah, but then you got guys uh, that have been jumping out at linebacker. I mean, McDuffie's finally doing something right. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been playing good plays, special teams, everything else. It's the funny thing because uh, you know, Rich Basaccia had said. He, I've just heard on podcasts, you know, and some of our, our favorite Packer personalities just talking about special teams and not liking special teams. And when we looked at Rich in the beginning, his 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 records were up and down. And I think he nailed it in the conversations. Like when you got good players, you're good. When you don't have good players, you're not that good. But it doesn't change the message, you know. Everybody's got to play their ass off. And mm-hmm. what what did he say? We're not trying to learn how to recook a chicken, just spice it up. But. <laughs> um, we you might know. be looking, learning to recook a chicken <laughs> where our special teams was last year. Yeah, oh, we might need to. We got some salmonella from that chicken. But back to TJ Slayton, I don't know what I was saying, uh, what got me off on him. But just when we look at the side, I mean, Ford isn't even going to make the team. You know, he's a monster. And he's just, we just got size, experience. And it looks like Slayton has, like, the stamina that you just don't as a rookie when you're that size and you're not conditioned. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see from Jaron Reed. Like that guy, veteran, 
huge numbers in the past, but like he is in shape and he, you know, his Instagram and working out with Kenny Clark and all that shit, man, like looks like we're not going to have any of that freshman slump of holy shit. What did we just get into? And if that person is Devonta Wyatt, that slump is still pretty goddamn fast. (laughs) Oh man. It's going to be so good. We talked about it before, but if I told you that you get, Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos as your two safeties right now, the way they are right now. Are you happy with that? With no depth behind them. Are you happy with that or not? Yeah. Amos is so solid. That's our fucking weakness. (laughs) Amos is so solid. And and I think Savage being able to just kind of roam around because he knows he has the three we know we have the three really solid corners. You can let Savage do a couple different things now. Um, you don't have to have go back cover. to being big hit Savage. Yeah, you don't have to go. You don't have to have him cover tight ends anymore because we have Quay Walker who's going to cover them just fine. Even Devondre Campbell is Devondre going to cover Campbell's tight ends gonna just be able fine. To cover like, him. Now you have two of those guys. You have two aliens. Bear, playing Joe Barry said he's going to be playing the slot as well. You know, but listen, oh my God, I can't. Our, we cannot forget is the. Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos. <laughs> you you can't you can't forget Vernon Scott's been playing his ass off as well. But Sean Davis he surprised me. Sean Davis, guys, mm-hmm. I like Sean Davis before he got here, and boy, he's proven to be a nice number four. But again, who's our number four cornerback right now? Are you guys feeling good about Jean Charles? <laughs> I I I'm he's not shifty. hating him. No, he's shifty. He's he's been performing better mm-hmm. than I thought he was going to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can use the word love yet. Mm-hmm. Rico Gafford. Four. Um, I still, uh, I'm still <laughs> going to stick to what I said before. And I would love to see the Green Bay Packers go out and re-sign Kevin King. Yep. Well, now just sign him because yeah. he's a free agent. But I would love to see Kevin King not even for the number four cornerback. Yep. Wild strategy. Hear me out. Kevin King's built to be a safety. I want I, Kevin King as safety number three. It's not the first time I've heard it, and I don't hate the idea. Um, I think he'd be better as a safety. He's not a stick-to-your-man, man-coverage kind of guy. He's fast. Yeah, I just Everyone think... says he can't tackle, but no one could fucking tackle under Mike Pettin. <laughs> and these same guys learned how to tackle under Joe Barry, so why can't Kevin King? I, Kevin I, King I doesn't beat out Vernon Scott. Yeah, you I was gonna say so? no. So okay. I was okay. so I was gonna say that yeah, the 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 coaching staff would have already made position? that play. Yeah. yeah, the coaching staff would have made made that play already if they didn't that's, feel that's so fair. so good about Vernon Scott and even um, Tariq Carpenter to a lesser. Hadn't been doing anything. I was just gonna mention him. He hasn't yeah. done a damn thing. I was been hyped hurt. for him coming in, but yeah. uh, man, it's been rough to be on that train. But but still, they would probably feel better about him than Kevin King mm-hmm. learning a new position, and um, I. I don't I mean, know. Kevin I, King did play some safety in college, so it would, it would be fully be a, learning a new position. Yeah, it would still be a pretty good uh, transition for. I guess it's NFL, NFL safety. Level safety. Yeah, Sean Davis though he's a thumper. I like him. He's a, he was the 165th pick <laughs> last year. He was the fifth round pick at so Indianapolis. Cool. Didn't make the team, but I, I just like his potential. Sit him back at number four. But Enos Gaines, we haven't talked about. We got 
I don't know. It's the cornerback that's the weakest. You know, again, I brought that up with God's child. He was like, nah, man, uh, if that's the thing you got to worry about, I'm telling you, it's the thing we're going to have to worry about if one of those guys get injured because shit. And, and I'm Knock okay with wood. Kevin King being our CB4. I am. That's where I'm comfortable, Big man. Time, Drop man. him in yeah. because he already knows it. And hey, you know, we got we got some. He was playing pretty well at the slot last year, I thought, before. Uh, I don't know what happened, actually. He probably got injured. Um, yeah. And then I think he, got he did get out. injured. Yeah. So. He was playing decent slot. If he's your CB4, I mean, I don't know. He's, he seems to be injured quite a lot. But if he's your CB4 and doesn't have to put tread on the tires and you can just bring him in in a pinch if somebody gets hurt or, or has to miss a game for whatever reason, that's not, I mean, that's not a bad CB4 to have. Um, he's better than the CB4 we have right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yep. argue. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys, what are you most uh, excited to see about Kind of get answered questions in your head for tomorrow night's game. Devontae Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt. I want to see him play. I was so sad that he got uh, out of concussion protocol and didn't get to play. So I want to see a a heavy dose of Devontae Wyatt and see how he does uh, compared to the rest of the monsters on the defensive line that we've we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is – because I saw Quay play last week. I thought he was was fine. Um, He looks the part out there, which is nice. Uh, I can't wait to see him in the actual scheme of the defense, mm-hmm. but Devonte Wyatt, I want to see what he does when he's one-on-one with a, with a, a lineman or when he's, he's shooting the gap to try and get a, a sack when he's trying to stop the run. I want to see Devonte Wyatt tomorrow. And that's my number one thing I'm looking for. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, this may be strange, but I want to see how, um, uh, Josiah DeGuara plays. I want to see if they scheme him up to do some stuff um, because I th- I'm pretty sure he's playing, right? Mm-hmm. That yep. was confirmed. Okay, so I want to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see what they do with him because I'm a, I'm not hopeful that Tanyan will be back by mm-hmm. week one, and I think DeGuaro has some some nice traits that I want to see. Did he make another leap this year? Yeah. And that, that that's the offensive side that I'm excited. I'm, I'm good with DeGuaro. I, I'm interested in Alize Mack because oh, yeah, I, big I, boy. Sal, I'm not I, I, I'm not I'm not bought into Sal. And I'm just curious to see if he's going to – because he had a couple flash plays. I think the guy's a monster. I think he can block his ass off. I just he don't know looks, how he can catch and everything else. So I'd, I'd like to see what he does. But um, He looks like the Hulk. That dude is he? huge. <laughs> oh, my monster. God. He really is. He really is. Oh, man. I'm excited for – well, it's probably going to be another night of watching the first quarter and uh, getting through one or two drives in the second quarter and being like, yep, that was fun. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm excited to see more Tyler Goodson. Oh God, if he can yeah. if he can show that he can continue to do it into week preseason game number two, then I'm really gonna get excited about this extra running back room that we have on top of what we already have. Mm-hmm. And man, I am excited. All I mean, you took Devonte Wyatt because it's just. I'm so excited to see what yeah. he brings to the table. It's like it's sick. just, I think I was more excited to see him than Quay Walker, just because I think that Quay Walker is just another Devondre Campbell and like sweet. I love that, but Devonte Wyatt's going to be an animal. Mm. Um, but other than that, I'm just excited to see what maybe I, Jean. I want to see Joan really make some plays and really earn his spot as CB number four. 
Oh, I love it, man. We need we need to see Shimon. that. <laughs> we need to see that. Jean. Jean. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think uh for me, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens all around on defense. But I just I gotta be honest. My biggest thing is Quay Walker. I'm I got a man crush on this guy. Um <laughs> it's bad. We'll allow it. It's it's real bad. Well, because absolutely. I, I've been watching like just tape at uh, Georgia just to be like, okay, because he didn't play that much and didn't he really good plays. But again, like everything you read about him, every every time I'm scrolling through Twitter, whether it's Wes or, or, or Andy, all those guys, like looking at the plays, Quay Walker making plays, making stops. Like, we haven't had that. You know, our mm-hmm. second, Chris Barnes was good, hit and miss, but until Devontae Campbell, now we got two of it. And I just, I, I just think with this defensive line and, and how we're going to stop offenses, it's just going to, you know, where third down is going to be exciting instead of exhausting for mm-hmm. us, you know? Go like, oh shit. But offensively, uh, am I excited about Jordan Love? I want to see him get better. I just I just want to see him get into a relationship with one of these receivers that's going to be on the practice squad maybe or, you know, one of our number six, seven, however many wide receivers – if it's Samari Torre, great. If it's Daubs, great, like he did last week. But um, I just want to see him continue to like kind of get a relationship with those receivers and make good decisions. That's all. That's all I'm curious about because I'm just sick of people talking about Jordan Love not being the next Hall of Famer. How fucking spoiled are you, Packer fans? How <laughs> entitled pukes are you to think that we're going to have three Hall of Famers? Let's just pump the brakes and hope he does some you know good things and and could potentially with this kind of defense and with this hopeful kind of running offense he'd come in and take it to the super bowl anyway so <laughs> yeah i i will say that i don't at week one end this week i have not been anywhere nearly as excited to watch the offense in the preseason games as i am to watch the defense mainly because we kind of really know what we're getting with the offense this year especially now with what we've seen from some of the rookies like it's we, we kind of know the scheme they're they're going for we know it's going to be a running back heavy scheme um and just like we're not getting to see the guys that we're going to see mostly in the season but this defense just ah i think i've you have a man crush on quay walker i have a man crush on all 11 yeah (laughs) like i am just so every time like i'm almost like rooting for our offense to get stopped so i can watch our defense go out (laughs) there like it's preseason we don't gotta win this game let me see the defense yeah well i'm gonna be focused on jj again see what he's doing from the defensive end because ladarius hamilton's gotten a lot of press too i don't know if he got injured did anybody hear if he got injured at all i don't know i don't i I didn't see anything but he he's been on all kinds of uh you know tweets as well and i don't know if know enough about him all i knew is that when I saw JJ out there, his first four steps off that line, I was like, what in the hell did I just see? Like he just flew off that line and, and he's going to be causing some havoc, but I want to see how Hamilton plays out as well over there. So, and another reason to get excited about Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell and why I think that they might at some point in the season go to more playing both of them at the same time is because we've talked about it tonight all night our defensive line and our defensive ends and our rushers are so good. There's going to be a lot of quick passing happening against the green Bay Packers. And then that's when we're going to really get to find out what Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker bring to the table. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's going to be sweet. 100%. All right, guys. Well, uh, that should wrap it up. That's a hell of a podcast. We just threw some time on. Hope everybody out there that's listening to us at work, if you're in a cubicle, you know, you know we're not experts. We're out here having fun, right? We're, no expert we're just, analysis here. We're just, we're no, just talking not, some shop. Not a you know, single we're, one. We're just hanging out and giving you the opinions and reactions. Bunch of guys the keeping their day jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Merch coming out soon. Keeping our day <laughs> jobs. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's fantastic. Oh but, hey, I appreciate everybody out there listening to us. And uh, if you're finding us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, you know Google, you guys know that there's a share button on there. You can just hit that share. You can text it to one friend. That would be fantastic. Let's start that off this season. Text the podcast to one friend. Let's help us grow. We got ARD, Andy APAC, all kinds of fun guests coming on. We got some history shows coming on. We got great, great schedule of games coming on that we're going to be freaking out about as well. So appreciate everybody out there for joining us. And, uh, and Andy, you got any final words before we come out, man? I appreciate you coming on the show. No, just uh, you can follow me at Andy APAC. And uh, I can't wait to go 15 and 2 this year. That's what it is, man. You heard it here first. I can't believe you think we're losing two games. <laughs> you have to. You can't. You can't predict the uh, undefeated season. Not never, never. And uh, <laughs> ARD, good seeing you again. It's been a while. I love it. Got to get this groove back going. Season starting. Lots to talk it. about. I think we I had... like, messaged you. I DM'd you. I was like, "Hey, hope all is well," because I just like was missing talking <laughs> on the show. I'm like, I almost I freaked out at first. It was like eight. 15 and i'm like oh my god i gotta be recalled oh, no recording tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's been fun but uh off season's over it. i mean so much fun is coming at I'm us back. right now so much to talk about so a lot less non-packer football talk coming yeah and uh I mean, listen man we made it through this show without talking about deshaun watson so hail hail take us out acme <laughs> army god we missed you guys we we're back two weeks off we just needed some us time. Eric needed to go visit the old stomping grounds in mm. Wisconsin. Pontoon Hopefully boats. He drank Wisconsinably. <laughs> and we're back. And football's rearing. And we're going to be talking about all of it with all of our expert analysis, trying to quit our day jobs like the rest of you beautiful people running Packers podcasts. And the more you share, the better chance we have of quitting our day jobs. Exactly. So go ahead. Maybe we'll come out with some merch soon. Who knows? But what I do know is we're just a few weeks away from regular season football. We're just a few weeks away from kicking the shit out of the Vikings and then following that up by kicking the shit out of the Bears in Green Bay. We're excited. You're excited. Hang out with us while we talk about all this excitement. And as always, go pack. Go. Go pack. Go, go pack. Never know when to quit. I need more fix on every hour. Oh, so give it